Good morning, everyone. Welcome to another exciting week of Monday Mindset Meeting. Uh, I am so excited for today. We've been looking for this for a long time, especially when it comes to mental health and what is happening for everyone in this pandemic. So we have an exciting speaker uh, that's gonna be helping us. But before we do that, just a couple things um, from a housekeeping perspective is to let you know the chat room, if you have questions or, or anything like that, please feel free to uh, send us a message there and we'll be able to actually respond to certain things. Um, and the format is really simple. We're going to talk a little bit about mindset and how does that impact with our main topic today, which is mental, mental health. And then we'll have about 10 minutes or so to get some questions. If you're free, if you want to engage, uh, we'll call on you. Um, everyone's pretty muted, uh, is on mute right now. So when we do need you, we'll, we'll touch into that and just kind of go from there. So we hope you'll get a few things out of today. So without further ado, this next, our speaker for this morning, Needs no introduction. Uh, and normally I would say I won't introduce him, but I will introduce him today. Um, my co-host uh, is uh, Al Noor Damji. Um, he's going to introduce himself in a minute, but we're really excited to, to have him have a conversation about uh, mental health um, with us today. So Al Noor, could you please introduce yourself to these fine folks? Oh, before you do that, if everyone could start in the chat room, let us know uh, what industry you're in and where are you in the world right now? We do look at those comments and it's always great to see uh, where people are at, so that's great. Uh, with, uh, without any other delay, let's get right into it. Good morning. Thank you so much, Kyle. Uh, just such a pleasure to be here. Uh, we've had a great uh, working relationship over the past few years, and uh, I was delighted one day find I got a lovely email from Catherine. Uh, she is the chief joy, and she certainly brings that joy around uh, to be here to speak to you around about mental health. So a little bit about me. I uh, have a background in human resource management. I've been a career strategist for the past 12 years. And in 2014, I went to Canadian Mental Health Association, BC, and uh, trained in uh, cognitive behavior therapy. Oh. Years nice. later, in 2016, I was appointed as the national lead for the program that was being delivered through a faith-based organization. And the program is called Living Life to the Full. It is an eight-week program. It's been such a great tool to be able to introduce to people. And the thing about this is that, you know, I joke around and say I'm doing it to help myself. Because the thing about this is that when you have the tools, if you do not use them, they do And so with this global pandemic and everything that we are at the tip, it is a perfect storm of what's going to be happening if what's not happened already, and we're just rising to where it's going to be. And we need to take that action right now. So thank I you love so much. That. Yeah. To speak about this this morning. Thank you, Elnor. I really love what you said. And, you know, one of the things that we, why we wanted to do this Monday Mindset meeting is really about getting ourselves in the right mind frame. Like the word itself says mindset. 
like how are we setting up our minds? So exactly kind of what you're saying around having a tool to be able to kind of start our week off or day off. So let's just get right into it. When we think about the mental health on the, the pandemic, COVID-19 is having a pandemic that's happening, which regardless what words you want to use, what is, what is some of the main areas or the main thing that you want to bring to the surface when it comes to uh, mental health that you think people are feeling or sensing or experiencing mm-hmm. right now? Thank you so much for that. So as humans, we need to be valued, heard, loved, touched, all of those things. And more so than ever, we need the connection because we are wired for connections. And I don't, I don't, you know, people say, well, I'm an introvert or I'm an extrovert. Introverts too are finding it very hard because now they are expected to not only answer all their calls, but jump on many meetings, simultaneous meetings, keep, uh, make sure their uh, emails are answered. They're like, wow, I'm going on these Zoom meetings and how many people are on right now? This is just too much. And you, when we talk about the extroverts, we know I am off that Richter scale on the extrovert spectrum. And we need that human connection and we need lots of people to feel that energy and feel that excitement. I know one day I couldn't take it anymore. I went out for a walk, I put on my headsets and I called um, my friend's mom. She lives in the next uh, neighborhood. And I said, uh, she picked up the phone, she said, hello. I said, which means, is the tea ready? And she said, yes, yes, not knowing who it is. And then she said, "Uh, who is this? And I said, Almur, come on, like, don't you know? And I could almost share her mental Rolodex going, Almur, Almur, Zena's friend, Almur. And she goes, oh, oh, yes, come on in. I said, no, it's okay. Now, that night was bitterly cold. So I said, step out in the balcony. I was keeping my physical distance, not my social distance. And she said, no, it's too cold outside. And so when I got to where her house was, I stood outside 10 minutes and I chatted with her. This has made me feel like, oh my gosh, I'm connecting. So we are all, whether you're an introvert, an extrovert, or you're in the middle, we are all wired for connection. And that is the the thing that is we are suffering the most. And if you look at my kids, they, at first they were like, oh gosh, yes, we're not going to school. And as much as I don't want to be a helicopter parent, I know what the devices can do. But how much do you do? How much do you take control of that right now is the the thing. And so we know for a fact that more and more time we are spending on devices, we are actually adding to that perfect storm that is just brewing. Now, Alnor, don't you think the reason why we're on devices is because um, for a couple of reasons. One, we want to either distract our brain, right? We want that mental distraction or, yes. you know, there's something going on that we may not know how to cope. So maybe we're searching out for those things. I really like what you said about, although we're physically distant, there's yes. something socially that we need to do. So, yes. you know, how can you suggest for someone to bridge that gap so then that way they could have more of those connections and not connections with our devices. I I love that piece, what you just said. Now, I'll break it down into different areas. If you're a job seeker, 
you need to really embrace your your device whether it's your laptop or your cell phone and if you're looking for a job what time zone are you looking for a job in that is the time zone you need to be on your device and don't spend more than one hour being on that device take a break get up and move movement is key i love to dance and now when when i talk about well i can't go to the gym Yes, now I'm talking about the device of that, uh, for using that at that time. I even put it on Zoom dance videos, and oh, come on, my hips don't lie. I can <laughs> dance, even when I was, so Kai, you know about this, right? I used to be 380 pounds plus before, and it was movement and the mindset that I had to work on. And so when these Zoom, Zumba dances are happening, I decided to go on my Facebook Live to show people that, yes, I am doing this. And the idea is that you don't have to be perfect. And we are so much into this Instagram world where everything is perfect because the filters that are on Instagram are not on life. And we are then expecting to live according to these devices or what people are putting out there. We are, everybody is hurting and we are so afraid to say that we're hurting because, you know, enough of this talk. Let's end the stigma. Let's, let's like, you know, break that stigma, smash, whatever it is. This is the action that the world has been pushed us to. It's telling us this is the new normal. Is this really normal? I mean, you know, we still go for those microwave meals. And what is microwave meals? It's like, you know, those fast rushing and all of that. Meanwhile, what I say, you know about me, my red and my chai and all of that, I make my chai on the stove. That tastes so much better because it takes time for the water to boil. I've got my cardamom pods. I've got my ginger slices. I've got my cinnamon and all of that. When the perfumes happen, you're breathing that in. That is that mindfulness pause that the world has put us in. And when you're doing that mindfulness, now you're putting the tea bag inside and you're watching the colors and the tea bag swirl. And that in itself is a way of meditation. Now, I quickly put a little bit of evaporated milk and the color. And when you talk about in the darkness, you add a little light mm. is the thing. When we add light to our lives, how do we add light? Is by put, bringing in anything that brings us joy into the world. And that is what is needed right now. Now, although I really like that, you know, knowing when to, um, when to do the device and when to actually slow ourselves down, right? Because that's the thing, right? You know, Ernest Barbaric, when we did the uh, first mindset, is he described yes. mindset as a process, right? Or processing system, right? Internal processing system, things that needs to be mm -hmm. filtered through. And what you described was a very elegant way of making chai tea as well. So note for everyone there. Um, but also it's for us to slow down what we i think you know you do the same thing with your clients as well is sometimes we have to be able to slow down in that moment and be mindful of the stories we're telling ourselves you know and it's not that stories that we tell ourselves are necessarily bad it we it may not be serving us anymore and so 
in that moment of meditation, doing your chai tea, is that one of the actions that you're wanting to, to suggest? Like if someone said, okay, what can I do right now to be in that mind uh, set for mental health or to make sure my mental health is okay? You know, what are some tips that you can share with us on that? Thank you for that, Kyle. Is, you know, we are all fighting a battle that we are so afraid to talk about. And so being kind is one of the biggest things is are you being kind to yourself? Are you allowing your space, self space and saying, you know what? Oh my gosh, my routine was I woke up at five in the morning. I had my meditation. I had my workout. I have this, 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 this plan. Now the world has thrown us in. I know parents who are struggling and they're, oh my gosh, now I've got to, uh, you know, help the kids with their homework and uh, to meet my clients. We're just winding ourselves up even more. Now think about this, is that not only are you in that wound up space, but also everybody else is. So having that tolerance and giving them the benefit of the doubt is that's how we're going to be able to say, well, what if I put myself in their shoes? Because we cannot see what's happening behind them. We cannot see what their struggles are, what their lens is, what their journey has been up to now. Because each of us have had a journey and that's how we're looking at the world in. And so when we look at the world in that is being mindful and kind to ourselves is that's how we're going to be able to pivot and having a routine and having that piece about saying that, you know what, yes, this is the global pause. So what can I do in that living life to the full? We talk about putting on your glasses, the wild glasses, things that you can do right away. Oh, well, I got my glasses on and you know what? This is not exactly the glasses, but go outside and you look at that. Looking at the world with those rose-colored glasses, I don't care what people are thinking. I know that I was feeling stuck and lethargic, and I couldn't move that day. And finally, when I did go out, I, I put on my headphones, my wireless headphones. I had the music, and at that time, I, I found this new uh, on Mixcloud, and they were playing... Uh, Salim Suleiman, who is a, um, who, who, who they are brothers, they uh, sing devotional songs, but this was a dance mix and it had uh, Arabic influences and everything. And I remember I was walking down 162nd Southwest. Uh, now everybody kind of knows where I live. Please, creeping is good on me, too, but uh, yes, follow me. Yes, thank you. Sorry, squirrel, my mind just goes, but that's okay too. So what I'm talking about is that while I was walking, I saw that the traffic lights had stopped and there was a cop car. But you know what? I was in my element. I was in my zone. I was dance walking and I did not care what people thought. And I saw the police officer looking. I'm like, hey, how you doing? All right, you're telling me I can go? I can go. But what that did was it brought me to that space of joy. It brought me, it brought me into, you know what? We are so worried about what everybody is thinking and all of that. That's all of that lens piece. Yeah. It's allowing yourself to be authentic, allowing yourself to be vulnerable. And if you're ready to do it, and don't force yourself. Because yes, it is such a hard time, and I cannot stress that enough. 
That's great, Alnor. Thank you. Uh, I'm curious if anyone has any questions or there's certain things that you want us to touch on or ask. And if you if you want to share, let us know in the chat as well, and uh, we'll, we'll we'll try to get to uh, you as possible. And while you're sending those messages in the in the chat room, I wanted to touch on something you said, Alnor, is about creating that space. You know, um, it's no secret that I, I used to work with an airline, and one of the things I often remind people the best advice a flight attendant can give you is you have to to put on your own mask before assisting others like it's very hard for you to assist other people if you don't have your own mask on and i want to get back to uh, we're touching a little bit on motivation that christopher um lawrence is going to join us next week to talk about one of the things i do from my mindset when it comes to mental health is when i wake up in the morning is taking at least 15 to 20 minutes to myself and um, a lot of people don't know this, but I'm going to exercise vulnerability here, Alnor. Um, and what the best thing I listen to in the morning to get my mojo going, get my mindset where it needs to be, is I listen to The Lion King. I love hearing the opening of The Lion King. Like it brings me such joy. And so for some people, it's about finding your playlist, creating a playlist for yourself that could be really helpful. You know, one of the participants said, you know, I'm not afraid to tell people that I'm hurting, right? And so sometimes it's about asking for help, but people sometimes can't help you if you don't tell them, right, you're hurting. You don't have to have the solution and you may not need to know what you need help with, but you could just simply tell someone, I'm not okay. How do you feel about that, Elmer? I love that. And the thing is that I, I love what you just said, putting on your own mask. And you were actually removing the mask when you were putting on that mask by sharing that story. Interesting. About this is that, you know, when we reach out to people, again, keep in mind that it's good to nurture your garden. And when you nurture your garden, you're waiting for that harvest. While you're nurturing, you may find that there are weeds in that garden. And our automatic thing is to pull out the weeds, but it's that root cause. And so in your roots, they're very strong and they spread. Is, is your network something who is going to be able to help you? And weed out at this time and being mindful of who your network is. Because... Sometimes those fans could be so-called friends, but they're not really going to be supporting. So being really mindful about who is in your network is one of the crucial things for seeking out support. There are so many counselors and all of those who have opened up their lines and saying, I'm willing to share 15 minutes, half an hour of my time to help you. Uh, just one second. You went uh, muted there for a second. Alnor, let's see if we could unmute you back. Do you want to try to unmute yourself there? Oh, there you go. Me unmute? Me? <laughs> yes. Ah, that is Maybe. the biggest nightmare. <laughs> Maybe let's blame Catherine. Maybe she wanted to mute you. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, Alnor, let's get, get back to what you were saying quickly about... Um, uh, people opening up their services and, and stuff, because I have an interesting take on that as well. I'd love to share, but yes, please finish your thought on, you know, specialists and the helpers out there who want to, you know, give away their services. Yes. And so where do I reach out for that is again, you know, how crazy about LinkedIn is 
making sure that you're looking at who are those people who are out there. Facebook has got that. So social media has got some of these great things that are happening. Um, and if you're looking at social media, and sorry, my mind just went there. I don't know if you're on Kyle's Instagram feed, but uh, I said I've lost over 220 pounds, and I go on to those, and I see the perfectness of the goodies that he's baking, and I've already put on 10 pounds. So, uh, sorry. Uh, so look at, uh, just look at Kyle, but not at, at, at his Instagram feed, please, because... Uh, no offense, Kyle. Um, humor, that's what I'm getting at over here. Play, get down with your kids. And if you have kids, go on Zoom kid meetings because when they will not tell you how they're feeling. But normalizing this of what that normal actually is, is how we opening up the mindset. And you know what, Kyle, is that both you and Christopher now got to know Catherine, is you are a community. And more so now than ever, it takes a village to raise a child. And so this village is, you have helped me out. You've referred clients to me and all of that. If we together as a community and what you're doing in the Monday Mindset meetings is you're opening up a community because you know what? We are in this together. And together, we're going to be able to collaborate and come up with collective ways and saying, okay, wow, this is what worked for Kyle and this is what worked for Catherine and this is what worked for, for Pauline Allen and Artie, uh, JC Otto is nodding her head. Yes, this is working. Let's find out what is Dale is saying. Yes, this is what I do. Perhaps these are the things and that's what you're talking about, that playlist. Wow, this is that brilliance that we can pull together and as a collective, we go to a rising tide will lift all ships and to is better. So thank you for this. I love that, Alnor. Thank you. We're going to include Alnor's information for those people who'd like to reach out to Alnor. Follow his social. Uh, he's a wizard as well on LinkedIn, and he has great posts. And this is the idea. Um, and Alnor touched on, we really wanted to create a community. We really wanted to be responsive um, because we do know we do better when we're collectively thinking and we're collectively looking out for others. The one point I wanted to ask, uh, to answer and to comment, uh, someone uh, also has this question is, you know, people who are out there to help. Here's the, the thing I find. There's two reasons why people won't either ask for help or accept help is number one, there's this fear that they feel this fear that maybe if they reached out for help, uh, that it may not work. You won't know because right now, if you don't do anything, it's not working. So therefore, you have an opportunity for it to work. And the second part is shame. There is this innate thing that we feel there's, we're shameful that we had to ask for help or receive help. And like Alnor was saying, there is no shame in that. So Catherine will give uh, some links if you haven't um, joined us last week. Uh, there's an opportunity for you to uh, watch those videos, as well as for this week, um, we will have this recorded up by tomorrow. One last thing I wanted to mention was someone said, you know, if I'm in the service sector, I'm trying to help people, you know, do I lower my rates or not? You have to do what makes sense for you. And if you're able to help without charging a fee, then help without charging a fee. And if you can't, then don't. Don't feel pressured that you have to do what others are doing. It may not, you may not be in that situation. You may not be in that position. 
So don't feel you have to. Not everyone is going to help, right? And that's okay. There is no shame in that as well. So we do want to make sure that's it. Um, Alnor, is there anything that you're working on that maybe for those people who want to continue the dialogue as well as expand their network and their community, is there something that you'd like to share? Certainly. Thank you so much for that, Kyle. So as I've said that every Thursday at noon, what I do is I go on Facebook Live. And uh, for the past couple of weeks, I've had guest speakers who have come on. Uh, two Thursdays ago, I had somebody who came in and gave mindfulness meditation. And it was just amazing. I've posted that uh, link on my YouTube now. Uh, last Thursday, I had a lady who came in and spoke about resiliency reflex. She's a cancer survivor. She is an entrepreneur. She's an employee. She does everything. She's a magician and all that. This coming Thursday, I have Patricia Morgan, who is a TEDx uh, speaker, me uh, mentor, coach. She is 83-year-old. She's called a spunky senior. She also talks about resiliency, and she's going to be bringing some golden nuggets that are great. And each week, I'm bringing in some guest speakers and all of that. So again, it's talking about that, you know, building that community. If uh, what, what I was doing was working, but I was thinking, you know what? This doesn't just about me. It's about has that collective thing. And one thing, if people have our parents over here, one Thursday when I was on that Zoom uh, on, on my Facebook Live, I had bribed my younger son with the chocolate croissant. And he does not share chocolate. And this was noon. I put it in the toaster oven. The, you know, the aromas were wafting. And this little guy, such a monkey, he comes down, papa, papa. And now I've already started this. And I'm, I want to share, uh, no, I'm okay. I, I, my face is going this way. And as he sees, I'm adjusting everything, and he comes out to give me a hug. I have to beg for hug. Remember what I talked about, that connection piece? I actually beg and run for those things about love, and, uh, and he's like, oh, look at this. I'm going to hug Papa. So everybody knows I love him. The other thing is he decided to take out his toy. So this is what life is. It's going to throw you things. This pandemic that hit five weeks ago, six weeks ago, oh, you know what? This is happening there. I'm going to take care. I'm going to be extra precautious. And boom, what happened? It put us. And how are we going to bounce back? Is because not everybody can bounce back. And sorry, I'm just going like... Maybe next time a two-hour segment. <laughs> Alnor. I will leave it for the questions now. Alnor, uh, we will. <laughs> we've been answering the questions. You didn't know that, but we've been answering the questions. Um, but listen, we'll definitely have to have you back because now we will also, you know, there's some great comments of, you know, people looking for some additional strategies and some people are also looking for your link on how to connect with you on Thursday. And we want to tell you, Follow the, the links that Catherine has already posted for, to connect with uh, Alnor. Um, so when you scroll through, grab those links, and maybe Catherine can post them again. And so then that way you'll have it. But that is a good, uh, that's a really good spot for you to be able to uh, connect with him and know what he's doing on Thursday. And just to wrap up for everyone, again, the mindset is about setting your week off right, setting your day off right, setting it up with intentions, right? Because sometimes when we go into those negative thoughts or the stories that we tell ourselves that it's not working for us, that's habitual. Like it took us years to create those. So don't be, um, be mindful that it's probably going to take new routines to get you out of that. And it's possible. 
Alnor mentioned about social uh, physical distance, but it doesn't have to be social distancing in the sense of you can still connect using your devices, limiting when you're using your devices, but also connecting with those people that is in your network and extend to your network. Don't be afraid to ask for help because we are here uh, to help. And sometimes we just need to know what that looks like. And when we talk about motivation, how do you get yourself engaged and uh, also um, stay connected even with self? Uh, for me, it's a playlist of Lion King that apparently took a lot of interest in the chat room. Uh, and next week, we're going to be talking to Christopher um, about motivation. Um, just move out of the way here. Yeah, about motivation, he's going to be, Christopher wants to be my co-host for next week. So if you haven't registered, you do want to register. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining. It's really is a pleasure uh, to have you here. Alnor, thank you so much for being here as well. I am so grateful. Uh, until next week, take care, everyone.